Welcome to today's broadcast of Front Porch Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. Thanks for tuning in today, and today I'm joined by my good friend Lee Rosen, who attends our church here at Harrisonburg First Church of the Nazarene. Lee, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking, Grayson. Thanks for joining me, and Lee's here today to share his testimony and how God's worked in his life and used some tough situations to get glory out of Lee's life and is still getting glory out of his life and is still using him to minister to those around him. Lee, just start off, uh, to give us a little background, just start off telling us about where you're from and about how you grew up. Well, I'm from the Shenandoah Valley. Uh, I was born here at RMH. I grew up most of my life on a farm. Uh, My mother was a farmer. At about uh, sixth grade, we uh, attended a revival for a uh, Saturday-keeping church and came Seventh-day Adventist. I'd say up into my high school years, I went through academy and church school and that type of thing, and I learned about religion. But I can uh, say I did learn about relationship, which is something I've come to, uh, to learn, which is extremely important in life. Well, thanks for sharing that, Lee. And uh, I wasn't born in the Shenandoah Valley, but I can certainly relate since I came here as a seven-year-old boy. So just share about life. Uh, growing up as a boy in the Shenandoah Valley, expand a little bit. You said you went to a seventh-day Adventist. I believe you said you were 10 years old, and you said you grew up learning about religion but not relationship. So uh, share a little bit more about what you meant about that. Well, um uh... I guess when I think about that, I always think about uh, rules and regulations. Uh, that's what it was to me growing up at Seventh-day Adventist. You couldn't do things on Saturday, couldn't do things on Friday night, could eat this, could eat that. And um, that's all good for discipline, but it didn't help me with my relationship with God, at least me personally. Lee, what I hear you saying is that you're living a clean life, but it didn't cause you to have a personal relationship with Christ. So talk about, you know, from your upbringing, uh, kind of take us from there, kind of your teenage years and then into your adulthood. Um, where did this early childhood experience, what did that lead to? I learned at an early age that God's gift to me was a mechanical mind um, that I just could look at things and understand how they worked. And it's been such a blessing because I've been able to work on cars and mechanical things for over 40 years now. So at an early age when I realized that, I, after high school and stuff, I got involved into racing with cars, which led to uh, racing motorcycles. All of it was drag racing. I was fortunate enough to uh, win one uh, national championship in the gas class, Harley-Davidson's and was able to move on to nitromethane, big tar drag uh, motorcycles. But um, I still wasn't happy. You know, all these things were fun. I'm sure there's people thought, oh, I was on top of the world, you know, having fun. Um, I wasn't married and um, had a good job. But I was still missing something. And when racing started to go downhill, which... You know, and money and time, it eventually does, it seems like. I was really unhappy, and I felt like uh, my quality of life was not improving. And it wasn't until uh, one of my friends, childhood friends, who was a Christian, he and his wife 
invited me to go to church with them. And I've always thought, I encourage people, don't ever underestimate the power of asking somebody to go to church with you. Because I hadn't stepped foot in a church since I was a teenager, until my 40s probably, unless it was a funeral or a wedding, just because I didn't feel the need for it, even though I loved I love God. I always have. But um, I want to do my own thing. And when we're young or even when we're older, it seems easy and fun, but it's not necessarily that way. Well, thank you for sharing that, Lee. And uh, it's a great testament. Like you said, it's not our responsibility of whether or not somebody's going to accept the invitation to come to church. It's just that's the Lord's job is to you know, work on people's heart. But if the Lord is prompting us to invite somebody, then we need to invite them. So that's just a good reminder to all of us um, to obey the Lord's prompting when he's telling us to do something. So you mentioned you had two friends that invited you to start coming back to church. And then what year did you end up here at Harrisonburg First Church of the Nazarene? It was about the middle of 2002 when I started attending here. And, um, from there, I attended for years and became a regular member. But then I was remarried and uh, had two boys, two stepsons. And so what I found about the Harrisburg First Church was they had a wonderful youth program for young people. And I think that's a real key to getting children involved is they need to be somewhere where they feel comfortable and they feel taught and led and that's uh, the church here is very open-armed and very loving and uh, children can feel it thank you for sharing that lee and i totally agree uh i know uh, there are different testimonies of people in the church who talked about how you know they brought their kids and whether maybe they didn't agree with our theology or this that and the other but they stayed because their kids loved it or their teens loved it as you mentioned, you had two stepsons that were in the youth group. So uh, talk about different ways that the Lord got you involved in the church. Or You also mentioned that the Lord blessed you with a mechanical mind. So maybe talk about what you do for a living or just anything along those lines that you'd like to share. Well, um, I have my own business, Custom All Repair in Mount Crawford. I've been there 22 years. Lord's blessed me with well plenty of work, and uh, I enjoy what I do. Uh, I, I say it's a gift from God, and uh, I don't take it for granted. Um, it's a real blessing to be able to do something that you enjoy for so long, and um, I'm so thankful for that. So you own your own business, and you started attending church here in 2002. So talk about some ways you got involved or maybe got to know people, other guys here at the church. Well, they have an annual men's retreat uh, to the Outer Banks. And um, I remember for years I was invited, but I always seemed like I had an excuse why, why I couldn't go, you know, this or that. But it was uh, about 2011, I think, I finally was invited and they said let's go so i went and after i've gone i would hate to think i'd have to miss it it's such important and such a wonderful experience to be with men uh, that love each other and love god 
and especially the wide age of men from the young children to um, the seniors. It's a wide variety, especially a lot of young men. And it's uh, always does my heart good. And it wasn't because it was the following year, the second year I went, and I feel like uh, God was getting me ready because by through going to men's retreat, you know, I got to know other men. And it was in 2012, in fact, it was a week after we'd just gotten back from men's retreat that I'd had a fire at my place of business and I lost everything. I mean, everything, cars, tools, you name it. And it was experience I would never want somebody to have or would never ask for. But, you know, I realized that my life had, uh, I, was, I was in a bad spot, you know, and my life had, had gone, kind of gone back downhill emotionally and spiritually where um, all I was doing was either working on customers' vehicles or I was working on my vehicles. You know, I had little hot rod cars or motorcycles. And I realized that my things had become like idols, you know. And I like my idols. I had nice idols. But, you know, if God had said, Lee, you need to get rid of these things because you're not spending time with me and doing the things I want you to do, I'd like to think I would have said, okay, but can I just pick out one or two? Can I, you know, keep my whole FXE Harley or my Dodge Challenger, and I'll get rid of the rest of the stuff. But that's not the way it works, and that's not the way God did it. God took them all, took everything. And, you know, it was and I never would have thought I'd felt like this, but I remember my, my young friends came and, you know, they cried and said, oh, you lost this, you lost that. But I remember thinking and telling them, I said, boys, it's just stuff. You can get more stuff, but you can't get more life. You know, I could have been killed. The young firefighters that were there, they have children. But now that it's gone, um, I just think, you know, I don't have to worry about it. I don't get more and think, well, I could get that car out and work on it. And uh, it really brought new perspective to my life and it's something I really needed and uh, I never felt remorse about it. Um, I had great support from the men in the church, from our pastors and um, also I had good insurance. Uh, my insurance company paid for my building, paid for my you know tools. You, you never get enough but at least you know I had good insurance and my customers cars got paid for and um, I lost income pay, so I actually took a couple years off. We had opportunities. I got to go to Israel. got to go on some mission trips. Uh, got to volunteer and drive for the food pantry. And um, the Lord really blessed me. And I was able to uh, meet my wife I married to, Lori. She was my commercial insurance agent. And it was because as far that... She helped me through the process of uh, making the claims and working things out that I got to know her. So that was uh, also a special blessing in my life, to meet a Christian woman that loves the Lord and that's supportive. And um, I've never looked back. It's just really changed my life. And so after taking some time off, I decided to uh, pray about it and because uh, I thought, well, you know, I could go to uh, Africa and rebuild well pumps, or I could go to New York City and, and build houses with habitat. 
but I wanted to do what the Lord wanted me to do. So I prayed, and it came to me that, Lee, well, you need to continue on in your working on cars and do more of the things I want you to do. So um, I rebuilt on my pad and went back into business. And uh, it gives me an opportunity also to bless other people that aren't as, as fortunate as I am or others. The people that need help, I like to help them. That's part of that giving back. And that's what's really important. The Lord blesses us, and I really believe we need to bless others. Amen, Lee. Thank you for sharing that. And it sounds like such a devastating or heartbreaking situation where you pretty much lost your livelihood, so to speak. You know your way of making an income, but you have seen through the years just different things that the Lord's used to get glory from that situation, whether it be meeting your wife, Lori, or whether it be having some opportunities to do some mission work and um, to serve in the church and uh, to take a um, what I can say from my experience, a life-changing trip to Israel, and I'm sure you would agree with that. But uh, maybe if somebody's facing a difficult situation, maybe it's the loss of a home or a business or some other type of loss similar to your loss, what would be your advice to them? You know, you shared about the Lord getting glory, and certainly He's in it, but just give them any advice that you would have. Well, I think back on my experience, I would have never, never would have asked for for all my things to be taken, uh, to be destroyed like that. But in my case, that's what I needed because I don't think I'd had the strength to get rid of all my idols, you know, because I like my idols, you know. But when the Lord works, we don't know why he does things. Like that time, I had no idea why he did that. But I remember being surrounded by Christian men um, and being encouraged to not be disillusioned and always remember that God has a plan for us, and we don't always know what it is. And there might be things that happen we'll never know about. Maybe we'll find out in heaven if it's important. But not to give up and to try to be positive. I know people say that. It sounds like a nice thing to say. But I can say from my own personal experience that it was life-changing. But for the ashes, um, I became a better man a better person and my life had vastly improved from where it was and i give god that glory because it wasn't me you know i didn't set the fire nobody else and i see it just it's what was meant to be and um once again i would never ask for it but it happened and now i'm extremely blessed by it now uh, based on what you're saying um, I think I already know the answer to this question, but I'll go ahead and ask it anyway. If you could go back, would you, obviously you didn't want it to happen, but would you want to be the person that you were before the fire compared to the person you are now? Or like God used the situation to make you who you are now. Can you testify to that? Absolutely. You know, I don't think, sure, I like myself, but I didn't. Really, I didn't love myself, and I didn't love Jesus like I do now. Um, adversity has a way of either bringing the best out or worst in people, and I think a lot of it's our attitude and uh, how we feel about things. 
And I think the people we surround ourselves with have a big influence on that. Uh, when you have negative people, you tend to be negative. But when you have Christian uh, loving people that are going to be by you and stay with you through difficult times, uh, and you see the love that's in, that people have, they have a Christian heart, it really makes a big impact. It did on me. And that's very encouraging because, uh, no, I wouldn't, if I look back on, no, I wouldn't want my things back in the old person that I was. I'm definitely better where I'm at. I didn't need all those things. My life was vastly improved without them. And I love the Lord, and that's what I'm glad of where I'm at. Well, thank you for sharing that, Lee. And I, it's kind of neat how you use the word idols, you know, things that you had accumulated, you know, kind of took up your time and time that you now spend serving the Lord and more time doing those type of things. So just share about, you know, how the Lord is using you today to serve in the church or to, you know, serve him in different areas. Well, you know, I used to come to one service. I just came to second service, and that was it. And I wasn't as involved. But, you know, I felt like the Lord spoke to me. You know, you need to lean in and um, be faithful. If they ask for uh, help in the church, then you need to speak up and, and, and say, yes, I, I will go. And uh, that happened here. I think around Easter, here, especially recently, I think about it, uh, Edie uh, asked me, said, Lee, you know, I think I'd like to have you uh, help do greeting in the church. And I don't know, I consider myself an introvert. I have to kind of work at being an extrovert. But, you know, I remember hearing that voice in my head saying, Lee, you need to say yes when people ask you to participate and help. So I just said, well, okay, if you think so. And so I find myself now coming to both services and really enjoying it, and I feel like I'm doing what God uh, has for me to do at this point. And uh, it's not something I would have necessarily picked out to do, but then that's how the Lord works. Uh, he knows where our gifts and our talents at, and He knows where He needs us. We just have to be obedient and listen and be ready to say yes and make a move when He speaks. Well, thank you for sharing that, and I can speak firsthand. Uh, you're always welcoming to me on Sunday mornings, and I've heard different people say that you're doing a great job welcoming people in our foyers, and uh, certainly that's a great way to serve the Lord, and uh, thankful for Edie Adams. Uh, the Lord probably spoke that to her and uh, then spoke it to you through her by asking you if you would be willing to serve in that area. And uh, for just a minute, I want to go back a little bit. Uh, you were talking about your business burning and rebuilding it and how that happened shortly after the second year you came on Men's Retreat. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, shortly after or the week after your building burned, your uh, business burned, you came to Men's Prayer Time. Uh, so anything you remember about that or anything you'd like to share about that first uh, Men's Prayer Time after your business burned? Yes, as a matter of fact, the second time I was on men's retreat, Pastor Kerry uh, had said that he had been praying, and God said he would like to have 12 more men come to morning prayer on Thursday mornings, uh, men's prayer patrol 610, and he had 
12 books, and he said, I know that God's got 12 men here that will start coming. So if you feel led, see me sometime here in the next couple of days, I'll give you a book. And I felt God speak to me on it. Shortly long after that, I went and found him and said, I said, God spoke to me on that. So he gave me a book. And so I started reading, and that's when, right after my far years, I started coming to men's prayer. And uh, that just goes to show how God works things. I would have never, you know, I, I, I like my sleep like everybody else. You know, I like to stay in bed. But, you know, I got to think, I realized, you know, I can get up a little extra earlier and go. Because, again, that's the thing of the camaraderie and being around Christian men and spend time together and pray how important it is because we need to spend time together to encourage each other. The old iron sharpening iron is so true. And um, that, again, that's one of the things that God, I feel like, had in mind to make me strong and give me the strength to get through that pain of losing virtually everything but getting me to another level and that's what it was uh, I, I went from stepped up a level or two a uh, new plateau and that's for um, God because God wants us to be our best and to be our best I think we need to be obedient because we're not obedient it's kind of it's like being obedient to your parents of course you know you feel shame and you don't feel good and God wants us to feel good because he loves us and we love him. Well, thank you for sharing that, Lee. And uh, one more quick thing about that uh, particular prayer morning right after your business burned. I remember uh, you came and we gathered around you and prayed for you. And I hope we encouraged you. But more than anything, I remember that you encouraged us just by your uplifted spirit so soon after losing your business. And that was just a joy to see. Now, you mentioned you built your business back. That The Lord spoke to you that that was his will for you to build your business back, that the insurance paid to have it built back. Just talk about the opportunities that God's given you since uh, you built your business back to share about him with those that you work on their car. Yes, it's been an important um such an important point in my life that has become a real testimony that I can tell and share with people. I have customers, people I ask, or salesmen, whoever comes in, because uh, they can see my old floor is burnt and cracked up, but I got this nice new building. And I really enjoy sharing it with people because it's a uplifting to see how God has taken something so traumatic which is so traumatic, but make it to his glory. And it's all about him. It's not about me. And it's been a joy to be able to share with people. And uh, I think for most part, people can appreciate that. And that's what it's all about. We try to uplift each other. That's great, Lee. Thanks for sharing. And uh, I know uh, that uh, you're using the talents that God's given you not only to work on cars and the mechanical mind, but also now, you know, your testimony of how he brought you through this tough time of losing your business and then rebuilding it and, you know, being out of work for a couple years and really using that time to do some things that you had never gotten the opportunity to before. And, uh, 
You know, so he's using you serving in the church, greeting people, but he's also using you outside the church at your business on a day-to-day basis to witness to those that come in and out of your shop. And uh, certainly uh, I see the Lord in you, and I know that those that see you day in and day out, that you work with different customers and stuff, can see the Lord through you. Just uh, anything else that you would like to share um, that lets you know that the gospel is the good news or uh, just anything else that you haven't shared already that you would like to share. That it's it's good to be alive and it's Amen. good to serve a loving God that we have, our Father. And that's what drives my life. That the love I feel for God and, and I can feel that from those that I go to church with to the community. Thank you, Lee. Uh, Certainly, uh, without God's love, we would have no purpose in life and no reason uh, to be here on this earth. And we wouldn't be here on this earth if God, who loves us, hadn't created us and hadn't sent his son to die on the cross for our sins, to forgive us of our sins and to give us uh, the hope of eternal life. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, what would you say maybe is something that you're most thankful to God for in your life or also maybe what is your greatest purpose in life that God has given you? I can truly say I am so appreciative that I was able to find my God-given talent at such an early age, young age. So now 40 years later, uh, I'm able to use that talent because I love what I do. I don't love every day of it. But I'm so thankful to be able to have a job where I can use my mechanical mind. And I find it, uh, that I can bless others with it also. Lee, thank you for sharing that. And thank you for joining me today on Front Porch Talks. I'm going to say a prayer over you. But just in closing, anything else that you'd like to say, uh, maybe that you haven't shared already or that I haven't asked you already. Well, I'm so thankful to have found a... God-loving church uh, here at Harrisburg First Church. In doing that, I've been able to learn about relationship and not just the religion part. Uh, That's part that was always missing, I think, in my life was the relationship. And that's what I have learned from going to church here over the years. Not only I learned it, but I see it in uh, those I worship with. And that's what I really... Well, one of the many things I enjoy about uh, being a Nazarene is the true love that they have for each other. And religion is always important. It's very important. But I think without relationship, the religion is just rules and regulations. And I don't think that's what God is all about. Well, thank you for sharing that, Lee. And as you were talking, I was thinking about the words to Old Church Hymn about they all know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Uh, And I totally agree. Uh, Thank you for joining me today. It's been a pleasure having you. And thank you for your friendship over the years. I've really enjoyed uh, getting to know you. And uh, just you're an encourager and a a great friend. So thank you. Thank you, Grayson. I too. Uh, Lord, I uh, just pray for Lee and for Lori. And uh, just pray a blessing over their life and over Lee's business and those that he comes in contact with with on a daily basis 
And I thank you for his servant's heart, his willingness to serve you in whatever area that may be, whether that be greeting those on Sunday mornings or sharing his testimony about how you were able to uh, rebuild his business and uh, take a troubled time, uh, beauty from ashes, so to speak, and uh, just give him the opportunity to uh, become a new man, so to speak, and uh, spend more time uh, serving you uh, through a hard time, Lord. And I just pray that he fills your presence in his life. And uh, I also uh, pray for Lori and a blessing over her life and uh, healing and uh, some difficult physical um, situations, challenges she has, Lord. And so I just pray a blessing over both their lives and thank you uh, for how uh, you've used their lives to get glory from it, Lord. And uh, I ask all this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Grayson. Thank you, Lee. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Front Porch Talks. I pray that Lee Rosen's testimony has been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Front Porch Talks is sponsored by Harrisonburg First Church of the Nazarene in partnership with Sunshine Ministries.